So today is a special day of praise to our God. We thank him for these letters written by Paul, inspired by his Holy Spirit. I was thinking how because of the persecution and imprisonment, Paul was separated from the churches he founded. And so he had to write letters to communicate and teach. He had to continue to disciple the church community. God knew this would be the good result of all the enemy meant for evil, and that these letters, God's instructions, would endure. These letters written thousands of years ago are still read today. God's word, his love letters to his church. It's amazing to see how God is working in the good and the bad through the difficult circumstances to bring us to this place today, a place of praise for what we have learned from these six letters written so long ago. And so let's go over our handout for tonight, the themes and verses we revisited in these six books of the Bible that we have studied. I have asked Kim to be our reader for tonight, and I hope you will follow along with your handout or your Bible as we proclaim and praise for God's word. I just want to ask the Lord to bless Kim. Lord, bless Kim as she reads this word. And Lord, we ask that you bless us as we hear the word, that we would see you, Jesus, that we would see your glory tonight. And so Kim is going to read the first verse from Galatians 1, 6 to 7. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel which is really no gospel at all. And so we start with the foundational truth. There is no other gospel but the gospel of Jesus Christ. Anything else is really no gospel at all. God knows our human tendencies to try and do things in our own strength. And so we are reminded in Galatians that this salvation is not something we can earn or work for. It can only be received as a gift of grace. And so we declare, like the singer declared in the worship song from the Bible, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And that's found in Acts 4.12. And so when we say yes to Jesus, Christ gives us his very life. And so we are reminded, we are called by God to live in, the, in his grace. Kim, will you read the second verse from Ephesians 2, 4 to 5? But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. So we are reminded here not only of God's amazing grace to save, but also of God's great love and abundant, rich mercy towards us. All humanity each one of us once dead in sin, but each one with the opportunity to receive the gift of salvation that God offers, the forgiveness and covering for our transgressions and the very life of Jesus by his spirit. And so we praise for he has made us alive with Christ and given us his presence through the Holy Spirit to guide and help us to make righteous choices in obedience to his commands. And so we may live lives in right relationship with the Holy God. This alone is enough to cause us to rejoice. 
And so Kim will read our next verse from Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. And so we can rejoice in Christ always, not just in the good times, but in all circumstances of life. Because we have the life of Christ through the Holy Spirit to help us, we can orient towards God, see his grace, his mercy, his love, to offer this gift of salvation and his goodness to bless us in so many ways. And so we are reminded here to make a continuous choice to be obedient to his command, to rejoice always so we can bear fruit, not only the fruit of joy, but all the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. That's found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And so we can be like Christ. Kim, will you read the next verse from Colossians 3, 1 to 4? Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you, will, then you also will appear with him in glory. What a joy to be raised with Christ, to see him at the right hand of the Father, to see that we have been raised to new life in him. And if Christ is all and in us, we can have his mind and his heart. We can be imitators of our Lord Jesus the Christ. Kim, will you read 1 Thessalonians 1, 6-7? And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For you received the word in, such, in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. And so we have the example of Christ and the examples of others who have followed Christ. And we also are to be examples to others. Kim, can you read 2 Thessalonians 3, 1 to 3? Finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened among you, and that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men. For not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And so we pray. We stand on God's word and we pray God's word goes forth that others would receive, honor God's word in obedience. May we and others receive God's word speedily or like Pastor Joyce preached, obedience with obedience without delay. And so that deliverance from evil that Jesus prayed is also for us not to fall into temptation and join the unfaithful, but pray and trust God who is faithful to answer, and he will establish us in his word and guard us from the evil one. And also know this Jesus is coming again to bring justice and restore all things like in the beginning. This new year, the Lord gave me this verse, be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610. I believe through this study, God is showing me to pray and to trust him in a deeper way and not allow things to shake me by knowing, not just intellectually, but spiritually, that Christ is all. God wants us to know 
the supremacy of Christ. Today I read an article by Marshall Siegel, a staff writer for Desiring God, and he wrote, If we could catch a glimpse of who Jesus really is, we wouldn't struggle to focus on him. So I pray as I read this final verse that the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to you. He is the one who opens our eyes and ears to see Jesus and to hear his word. So I will read from Colossians 1, 15 to 20. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. In this revisiting, I hope you see Christ, the common thread that holds all things together, the Son, the image of the invisible God, the one that is beyond, that always was and always will be, the one that loves us, the one that died for us, the one that forgives our sins and gives us new life by the Spirit. And so let us rejoice in Christ. Let us praise and proclaim the supremacy of Christ, for Christ is all and in all. Bless his holy name. Amen. If you were moved by today's message, that was the Holy Spirit wooing you to himself. God created the entire universe so that he could be in relationship with us, so that he could be in relationship with you. His son came to the earth. Though he was completely without sin, he died the death of a sinner, took all of our sins upon himself, and was resurrected so that we could have eternal life. All we need to do is accept what he did for us. You can find out more at westchesterchapel.org forward slash salvation. But why not pray with me right now? Lord Jesus, thank you for suffering and dying for me. Thank you that your death atoned for everything that I've done to separate me from you. I pray that you would forgive me of my sins, wash me clean, and Holy Spirit, come into my life and empower me to live for you. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to know about it. Please send an email to info at westchesterchapel.org. Now, our website is under construction right now, so these links may or may not work. But if you go to westchesterchapel.blogspot.com, in the right-hand column, you'll see an article on salvation. 
and a way to get in touch there. If you live in or near Westchester County, we hope you'll join us. Find out when we're meeting at westchesterchapel.org. Again, that website may be under construction, but be patient with us. Also, if you're outside of the area, you can join us on Zoom, and that info will be there as well. But we do encourage you to get plugged into a local body of Christ-centered, Bible-believing Christians. Lord bless you.